Amen. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Uh, welcome as we will call it uh, Cathedral Christian Church Online Devotional. Uh, it's truly a blessing to get going this morning. As the Lord, as we are all in this crisis mode, I want to just kind of speak to our hearts and our minds today. We can just open with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we just prepare to just talk about the word and talk about where we are in situations and in life today, that you will give us spiritual wisdom, knowledge, and above all understanding. As I often say, when you allow us to go down into the spiritual storehouse of wisdom and knowledge, allow us to return to this earth, this world, with the spiritual word that's, Father God, un unadulterated, dear God, that is a bold and an epic word that will speak to the hearts and minds of men. Bless now our our time together this morning and bring clarity. Father God, may the words of my mouth uh, and the edification of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Our Lord, our strength and our redeemer. It is in Jesus' name. Amen. As we talk a little bit this morning, I woke up really early as we are all not totally self-contained and we're uh, just doing what we do to try to be obedient. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. So we're taking the precautionary measures to do what Caesar says to do. The Bible says render to Caesar's what is Caesar's and unto God's what is God's. Heard some really prolific words this morning, heard some great things, but I want to talk from a little subject of devotional this morning, title this one, Spiritually Minded. And if you think about in life, uh, as we are where we are in life right now, God's allowing us to see a lot of things. The Bible, and we, we've talked about this through our churches throughout life, that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Here's what I find in maturity. God allows us to see what's happening in this earth realm, not to freak us out, not to trouble us, but it's for us to, to want to study harder. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. The question has always been posed, how do I rightly divide the word of truth? Well, as we walk in this life, we apply biblical principles to what we're experiencing. Not necessarily does what we see, because lots of times what you see could be a mirage. It, what you see ain't what really is. You got to trust. And I've always tried to tell the family is this. You can never leave a situation in the natural realm. As a convert, as a Christian, one who has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you've got to take every situation and take it to the spiritual realm because you will never, ever get a spiritual answer in an earthly form. You've got to go to the Spirit. So there's a couple of passages of scriptures I want to kick off this morning by using Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2 to kind of set the precedence for the mind. And that's what we're going to kind of focus on. But then we're going to go into 2 Chronicles 7, 14 to address this pandemic and to address where we are in our spirituality. Paul says to the church at Rome, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye pre present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So spiritual minded is the topic based on Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. So keep that in the crux of your mind that we will talk about being spiritually minded. 
oftentimes in this life, we see situations like right now, we've been made aware that even on the military base, there's been identified a person that tested positive for the coronavirus. That person's been quarantined in that regard. But still, when the word spreads, it happened on Friday. Morning came out as a rumor. Late afternoon, after everybody was pretty much gone, a second email came out confirming and correcting the first email. Now, that word is spreading via text, via Facebook, via email, via phone call. So next week may be a crazier week at work, but that's okay. So I speak to every Christian, just because the world is crazy don't mean we got to be crazy with the world. I've always said at work, when people at work ramp up and start freaking out, I settle down, I calm down, I stay calm. Why? Because I want to think methodically about what's around me. In warfare, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of confusion. But the God we serve was the one who spoke into chaos and created everything. He brought calm in this life. And that same God has not changed. Amen? So now I want to move from Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, which is the spiritual basis of being spiritually minded. But I want to go to 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verses number 13 and 14. This kind of more addresses where we are. It was the children of Israel and Solomon was talking to the people. And at this regard, it was they, they had offered up sacrifices where Solomon had given 22,000 uh, animals to be burnt up. It's the consuming fire that we speak of. So Israel is our example. God chose Israel to be, or he wanted them to be, the spiritual example of how he wanted them to be his children and he to be their God, but they were disobedient from generation to generation to generation to generation, and we're no different. One generation tries to follow God, another generation falls away from God. But even in the ones who've fallen away, there are some that try to seek the face of God. Amen? In that regard. So I think about this. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14 says, If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. Verse 14, and we've heard this before. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, semicolon, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. That's us. You look at us politically, and I'm going to speak to this political piece. We have, in the last 20 years, been so divided because of political bureaucracy. We've got people who used to be friends that are no longer friends. We've got people, and especially in the last two, two and a half years, we've seen examples that God does not represent. God does not support. Some have called it a demagogue. Some have called it uh, antichrist or the antichrist. But the Bible says, no, I don't believe the current POTUS is the antichrist, but the spirit of influence from all parties, and that is all of them, oftentimes can be subject to the influence of demonic activity. Amen. I'm a firm believer that a Christian cannot be demonically possessed, but can be demonically influenced. So that being said, I look at where we are and where God speaks to our heart and our mind. It says this. He was telling Solomon after all the sacrifice, God wanted Israel to be his children. That's us. I've always wondered how we could have so many churches, 
but yet say we have one Lord, one Savior, one baptism, but yet use so many variations of a Bible that's supposed to be prolific in his words, revelatory in his teachings, but yet we be so divided even in the house of God. Paul said there's a war among my members. Now I know why. Because when a man, according to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, leans to his own understanding, he don't follow God. For the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. But when a people lean to their own understanding, and when they get the word of a pandemic and walk away from God and deny the truth of God, they fall unto fables. They fall unto stories. They fall unto things that don't get them spiritually sound. And they start freaking out like the rest of the world. And then the phone calls start and the Twitter chat start and the gossip starts and people start panicking and then there's chaos among the land. Mm -hmm. Hear me, Christian. Calm down. Settle down. Hear the Spirit of God speaking to your voice. If you are a convert, now if you ain't been converted, I expect you to behave like you behave. But if you say you're a Bible teacher, you're a Bible believer, you're a Bible reader, you're a faith walker, you're a faith seeker, you should not represent the world's views so something that you can't control physically. It's a spiritual war. And only the spirit realm can deal with spiritual things. Amen? Amen. So I look at the word of God, and this is where I get ready to bring it more to a close when you think about being spiritually minded. When you want to mind the things of the spirit, now I'm not saying that we're not going to be impacted by what we see. We're impacted by sickness. The symptoms are there. But the Bible says life and death resides in the power of the tongue. I've never denied that the symptoms manifested. But what I'm saying, even after the manifestation, your word should override your symptoms. Your word should say, by his stripes, I'm healed. As you walk and go show yourself to the spiritual priest, you walk by faith and not by sight. Even though my hands look messed up, my heart should know that I'm healed. Even though my feet may look messed up, my heart should know by the spirit realm that I'm healed. Amen. And God said this, if I shut up heaven, he said he was. He said, if I shut up heaven, if he were to stop healing from commencing in the land and there be no remedy for the pandemic, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, which he hasn't, but he's allowed certain things to tear up things. Why? Not to destroy us, it's to get us closer to him. Or if I send pestilence among the people, God allows the enemy, and never get this twisted, God has allowed the enemy to be titled the God of this world. And the Bible said that Satan is the author, amen, of confusion. He's the inventor of evil things. Some could say this is a chemical biological attack. We don't know. But it's mighty strange at how it manifested that it was undetermined back in October, November, December, January. It was mighty strange at how we had no, no name on it. You didn't have a sinus infection. You didn't have the flu. You didn't have a cold, but yet you had the chills. You had the symptoms and the things that we're seeing now. But when it unleashed, the Bible says that that locust, that pestilence, God releases it. Why? For us to see, will you look to the people or will you look to God? Will you look to the president or will you look to the God who sits over the president? Will you look to Congress and the Senate or you will look to the angels that support and walk with God in glory? This is where I get ready to bring it to a conclusion. He says, if my people, which are called by my name for every Christian that attends whatever the name of your church is, your name of your church 
technically is irrelevant. The title that's more important is Christian. If my people, which are called by my name, would pray, amen, or should humble themselves first. Humble, humility. When you exalt yourself above measure and you think that you're better than everybody else, guess what? God said you shall be last. And those who you think are irrelevant, those who don't have a, mercy, a, a presence or a place, them the ones that will be first. He says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. So once we first, here's the order. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Then we pray. Amen. The Bible said men are always to pray. You ain't got to always be in a secret closet. You can be working and walking and still praying in your spirit realm. Because prayers ain't done like the Pharisees and Sadducees, known by your prolific words or your many, many speakings and all the things that you can sound. He sounds like, no, your prayers is by what you believe in the spirit realm. And then you seek my face. Of course, in Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things, verses 32 through verse number one, shall be added. I believe that this will come to a conclusion if the people of God humble ourselves. And if we then do what? Pray. And then we seek to face. And then lastly, and we turn from our wicked ways. That's on us. There's three things we do and there's one thing that God's going to do. We humble ourselves first. We pray. There's four things. We pray and then seek face. And then we got to turn from our wicked ways. If you say you're a Christian, why do you hate your brother who you see every day? If you say you love God. If you say you love God, why do you speak so negatively to people who don't produce the fruit of God? If you say you love God, why do we judge so hardly and so harshly if we say we will love God? The Bible says while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He don't judge us. But if you choose not to forgive, the Bible says we won't be forgiven. And this is what he said he will do. If we do those prerequisites and we then turn from our wicked ways, preposition after the semicolon. He says, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Jesus said, not my will be done, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I conclude this morning from this devotional by saying, our healing for the pandemic is already done, that the antidote is in heaven. But we have to do as a people, we have to sit aside denominational division. We have to sit aside, well, I'm church of God in Christ and I'm church of God. I'm of the apostolic persuasion. I'm of the Roman Catholic persuasion. I'm of the church of God in Christ persuasion. And we got to set aside that and get in God as one. And then God will send healing to the land. If we can seek the face of God, and do the prerequisite by turning, praying, and knowing that God is still Jehovah Jireh, our provider, we will see what God will do. May God bless us. May God please us. May God seek his, we seek his face and we watch what God's going to do. So everyone in this devotional on this 22nd day of March, we got to seek the face of God. We got to pray to God. We got to turn from our wicked ways, humble ourselves and watch us be exalted in the name of the Lord. Everybody be blessed. Let's close out in a prayer and may God cover you, keep you, do what's required. Be obedient. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. And we watch the pandemic will come to an end. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we heed the voice, the word of God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart and the scriptorial devotion that we had, that we will take it from the natural. 
take it to the spiritual, believe in the spiritual, that it overrides the natural and we will see what will manifest. Thank you for the word in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.